0: It's 60 degrees outside. The sun is staying out longer and longer. It is almost full-blown summer here in Anchorage, Alaska. And guess what? We're still playing hockey. That's right. The Wolverines are still in it. And uh, when well, this very special podcast, we're going to get into that and a lot of stuff. I got some really great guests with me today. There's uh, a total of four of us. Uh, on the phones, we've got uh, Mr. Danny ramrod ramsey uh he says hey you can't see him because he's on a zoom uh and then we've got the um, wonderful mr uh keith morris director of hockey operations and uh like always in the studio to my left today is mr isaac smolden
1: What's up, you? everybody? How are we all doing? Uh, quickest trip I've ever made yeah, you just got for back. the playoffs. Uh, yeah, so flew down Friday, got there about 3 o'clock, and uh, then I left uh, at really? 3 o'clock the next day. So Really? Yeah. you only really there for pretty, a game? Pretty oh, productive well, that's, that's, trip. Well, because it's we pretty won. easy to be there for a game <laughs> when the team takes care of business in game four and wins the series. Yeah, okay, I got it. So you So we're going to get into that. You uh, got me. How about Danny? Danny, how are you feeling today? I'm excited for all these golf trips uh, that, that we're going to have planned? planned here for this next week since we're gonna be down in sunny minnesota i mean the weather down there was great you were gonna love it
0: i don't know who you guys think you are but you're not jeremy roenick all right
1: yeah i don't care i mean i can still <laughs> golf i don't need to be jeremy roenick Listen, to golf last time i checked I danny
2: how are you good good uh, i am excited you know with everything with the real wolverines and then the the future stuff going on maybe we'll talk a little about that yeah, but, definitely. Uh, definitely. should be a fun uh Six or seven days here in Minnesota. You went to the watch party, correct? No, I, dude, I was, I was trucking and, uh, yeah. After the first period, I checked Instagram, saw it was too rip and just knew that game was over. So I just, that makes one of us.
0: Listen, I was on, I was on the road to Fairbanks. I had some, uh, business up in Fairbanks I had to take care of. And, uh, on my way to Fairbanks, I think I was in Denali and I was like, oh crap, today's the day. And I looked at the game. By that time, it was way over. And, uh, I pulled it up on hockey TV and I was like, you've got to be kidding me five to one well, wasn't it cool guys how about
1: someone that actually watched the game oh. with me keith how are you doing uh <laughs> why, why? you care about the team <laughs>
3: uh i'm doing uh great isaac and um uh, it's uh it's 11 o'clock almost here in uh minnesota and uh and uh we're uh we're finishing a long day here in, in uh, rochester where we uh base our team out of uh but uh excited to uh get up and have practice tomorrow morning and uh uh we'll we'll get on the bus and, and head into uh, minneapolis to get prepared for the robertson cup yeah so my question
0: first of all is how how are the boys i mean I, I'm, I'm assuming they're missing all their fans here at home but but how are
3: they uh you know what i think that uh the guys are uh are energetic and they're positive they're excited about what's in front of them and um i know that um coming to the rank, the last couple of days they're still excited to come to the rink are um they've they've had good practices they like being here in rochester we we stay at the same hotel we have and all our trips down here and they know exactly where the restaurants are and the mall and, and <laughs> the laundromat it's important uh, a couple of four or five of them went golfing today and sure. uh, got to hit the links and um so we've uh we've we've done a couple of different things we've gone to the uh, the driving range where uh coach akins used to work and uh, oh, wow <laughs> uh, we've been we've been able to do a lot of different things. Having all these playoff games has certainly helped us uh uh you know um pass the time and it's been fantastic watching the NHL playoffs so uh but Avs we, are up we, right I think now two we, to one
1: not a big deal abs so, are up two to one. Yeah
3: I think we are uh we are uh excited to uh be packing up tomorrow morning and, and heading to Blaine to get started with the Robertson cup. So
0: it, it, it's just so crazy to think that, you know, cause I went with you guys for the, uh, the very beginning at that, uh, what was that? The, uh, the selects, was it? Or? showcase 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 Uh, you know, th- just seemed like yesterday and, and now we're back there again and now we're fighting for the cup. So it's, it's wonderful to see these guys knowing that we're still got hockey going on because I, I talked to people and they're like, wait, you're, you guys still hockey. Uh, I saw all my friends in Fairbanks, and they, they had the saddest smile. They are like, yeah, we're, we're not in it no more. Yeah, oh. must
1: suck to be a Fairbanks fan <laughs> right now. Sick job on the Club 49 Cup. Guess who made it out of the division, though? Not a big deal. Uh, not uh, a big deal. Uh, Keith, let's talk a little bit about that game on Friday night. I mean, you guys obviously winning game three in double OT. That's That's a huge momentum swing. But then, of course, everyone has the week off. You're traveling down to Cloquet. They hadn't lost a game at home yet in the playoffs, so what were kind of the conversations between you, know, you and the boys or you and the coaching staff going into that weekend as far as just preparation and mindset going into game four?
3: Well, Isaac, you know, uh, we, we, we didn't change anything that we were doing. I mean, we had felt really good in the playoffs, you know, um, um, we were up two to one, we, we had to win one game and I think uh, the preparation was always the same. Things hadn't changed, and, uh, you know, going into that game, I think the the guys knew that uh, uh, we could uh, um, finish the series on Friday night, not have to worry about Saturday, and we could prepare to – come down to Rochester and, and get into our routine and, and what we do down here. So, you know, going into that game, it was uh, – uh, guys were energetic. Guys knew what they had to do. And, uh, you know, we got off to a great start. The first period was outstanding. You know, we – we as a staff, we, we talked about it after the game. Like, our first period was some of the best hockey we played. And then, you know, unfortunately, and Isaac, you and I talked about it, we weren't very good <laughs> at that period you know, we, we weren't, we weren't very good. We were, we were throwing the puck around. We, we didn't defend well. And, um, I think that, uh, you know, you, you were playing a desperate hockey team. They, they knew it. They, they had to come out and, and, and really lay it on the line. And, and I thought they did, but you know what, in, um, going into the third period, we we're still up to nothing. They scored to make it two one right away, but, You know, then Cam made a play behind the net to uh, Ramsey, the the weak side D-man coming down the middle, and and we were able to score. And then we scored to make it 4-1, and I think that everybody in the building knew at that point um, it was going to be over. So, um, you know, it's the ups and downs of of hockey. And, um, you know, I will say this, uh, uh, Ray played fantastic on on Friday and gave us a chance to uh, – have the victory, and um, it's a team effort. But uh, Ray was fantastic, and we were uh, uh, excited after the game to not have to play Game Five and uh, <laughs> yeah. you know get re- get ready for the the next uh, um, the next challenge in front of us, which is uh, Friday night in the Robertson Cup.
0: Yeah. So, uh, what were the shots for that game, Isaac? Shots what?
1: for the game were forty for the Wilderness and twenty four for Anchorage, and I mean those forty shots for the Wilderness—they outshot the Wolverines in every period, 14 to six in the second. And Keith, you're hit the nail on the head with, they were a desperate hockey team. And we talked about it after the second period on the broadcast. I mean, they were swarming all over the place. I think if they, uh, they get that one waved off late, looked like it was the right call. I mean, net was off the moorings well before the pass even comes across the net. Obviously the fans in Cloquet felt very differently about that play, but at the end of the day, it stayed two to zero and, but Minnesota was by far the better team. I think Ray, probably player of the game as far as anyone on the Wolverines goes. And when Passion scores that goal early in the third period, it wasn't even a minute in. And that building was rocking. I mean, they didn't uh, have nearly the attendance that we had at the Ben, uh, probably by a factor of a couple hundred. But when they made it two to one there early in the third period, I... Went oh no and took a big <laughs> sip of wine from the wine that <laughs> Kari and her husband were throwing across over to the broadcast booth because it looked like it might be trouble. But uh man, possibly uh, biggest goal of the game, even though it's not the game winner, is uh Ramrod's goal there to make it three-one. I mean, Danny, you think you can get me an autograph? I mean, that oh, was man. that was play of the game right there. <laughs> it was a great shot too, just a little backhand tuck on Couch. Did not play as well as he did in game three. He still held his own. I mean, obviously, save percentage GA, not great when you give up four while you're in net, and then, obviously, freezing gets the empty netter. But, you know, that third goal, when, when you guys went up three to one, it just flipped that game on its head. You could feel just Minnesota. They had been going and going and going ever since late in the first period, really, yeah. and just the wind out of their sails on the bench, the wind behind the crowd. I mean, it all just – ended any sort of chance they had really ended i thought with that third goal and that's not to say they weren't trying but just you could feel the momentum shift right there
3: well i think that that you know isaac you hit it on the head there like we you know we they they scored early um they they were playing very desperate they knew that they had to um you know play that way but they they took some chances and and made some mistakes and um you know on the third goal you know um um they 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 left their check cam was able to kind of go back down the boards get the puck and and they missed Rammer down 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 the slot and we were able to make a play from behind the net to to uh make it 3-1 and then jackson made a great pass to bowden on on the back door to make it 4-1 and and then it was over but you know i thought that um um we we didn't we we didn't break we bent a little bit but we didn't break and and um you know, that's what you have to do in playoff
1: hockey.
0: Real quick, before we move on here, uh, we were talking about in the last podcast. So their goalie was injured. So he didn't play that game. Did he?
1: No, Smith Smith was, he was,
3: he was dressed as the backup. And quite frankly, uh, he probably shouldn't have been dressed as the backup either. He was, really banged up, took him everything he could to even just come out and uh, get through the handshake line. Um, it was unfortunate. To, you never want to see anybody get hurt, but he was uh, banged up and, um, and and was just sitting on the bench. So yeah. they didn't have any place but to do that. They played, pionk um in in game four um his leg was totally um wrapped up pretty pretty good and and he was just uh uh you know almost a shadow of what he usually is and um it was unfortunate they had to go with uh the players they felt could uh help them probably get over the edge and um um unfortunately they just didn't have enough
0: let me let me ask you this though let's let's because I don't think we got this answered from the last podcast. But in a situation like that, if you're, one of your goalies is injured and can't play, where do you get that backup goalie from?
3: Well, you know what? Everybody is allowed to uh, uh, get an emergency backup goalie who's not playing uh, um, in um, – in a league, based our junior league, so they could have picked up a midget goalie. He only would have been able to play if if uh, the the other goalie would have been hurt and not uh, be able to play. But okay. you know, uh, for whatever reason, they just decided not to do that, and um, they played uh, they they played uh, Smith as the backup, which it was real unfortunate. Um, you know, he's got a lot of physical ailments ahead of him, and I'm uh, not sure how that's going to go.
1: Well, so Danny, last podcast, we talked a lot about momentum. So here's here's some numbers for you. The Wolverines are playing the St. Cloud Norseman in round the semifinal round of the Robertson Cup playoffs. They have a record of six in three. They've gone to overtime twice, uh, or they've at least lost twice in overtime. They have nine games played. Anchorage is coming into the semifinal round with only seven games played. Uh, New Mexico has played ten. That's the max that any team could, and then... New Jersey, and St. Cloud both playing nine before even the semifinal round. Uh, You know, if New Mexico is the team that makes it out of the other side of the bracket, they could end up playing 13 games possibly before a championship game. How much do you think that, you know, that number is seven? That's six wins, one loss. Um, How much do you think that plays into how the Wolverines are going to come out here in game one on Friday night?
2: I think it's huge. I mean, you know, Anchorage a little banged up as well, only running 5D, I think. But they have depth, and they've they've showed what they can do throughout the playoffs the whole time with running guys in different situations with DePonio, Gage Brown, Albers, all those guys. And uh, it's huge. You get that extra rest, only seven games, like you said. But I think we'll really see it just to start that first period right away. I mean, you'll see the tempo of the game, and hopefully Anchorage can force that on themselves. and set the pace for the whole game there.
0: Hey Keith, I I wanted to ask though. You guys are getting ready to play a team you've not seen all season. Or I mean, played against all season. What uh what what what's it uh what's coach more focused on going into this? I mean, is he are we are you guys watching lots of tape? I mean, what what are you guys doing to go into a team you've not played?
3: I think that we have uh we've 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 watched some video. We've we've been able to get some uh of their specialty teams um, you know, play from, from the Aberdeen series. And, and, um, you know, I think that we'll, we'll make some subtle um, adjustments to what we're trying to do, but, you know, uh, our staff is worried about what we do and, you know, um, we play our game, we do what we want to accomplish. I think we're very difficult to beat. And I think that um, um, so many coaches get tied up on what's happening with the other team and, and 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 the whole bit. I think we are try, really trying to worry about what we can do to, to, to do best we can and then we'll be able to uh, continue to move forward
1: yeah looking forward at that series uh, and kind of the other side of the bracket too these are all teams that we haven't had a chance to see before I think the big standout story right now is New Mexico they were on the brink of elimination in that second series and just like Minnesota did uh, to get out of round one they had to win three in a row which they did uh, to end up beating the Brahmas. And that's a very established the team what? down there in the south, the Texas Brahmas. What's a Brahma? It's like a bull. Oh, okay. it's like a type of bull.
0: <laughs> well, I've never like heard a, of a Brahma. It's like a cow. like, it's like a, a
1: really <laughs> angry male cow. So <laughs> doesn't matter because they lost. The Ice Wolves is the team you're going to want to yeah. focus on coming yeah. out of the south. Uh, yeah. You know, that's a team that battled their way through the playoffs. And if you watched any of those games there in the divisional final round, I mean, They've got a lot of grit coming out of the South. It's the dirty, dirty South, and they've played the maximum amount of games that you can. Now they're going to go up against New Jersey, uh, coming out of an East division that I think has probably been the weakest link out of all four of the divisions all year. And I think if New Mexico gets rolling and they end up making that championship game, that's going to be a tough, tough team to beat. And then you're looking at St. Cloud, you know, again, another really good team coming out of a strong Central division Uh They were in first place really the whole way through. There's a big drop-off, and Aberdeen, really the fact that they won a game and even gave them a run for their money there taking game four into overtime is pretty impressive just because uh, I think St. Cloud has 85 points at the end of the regular season. The next best team was down at like 67 or something like that. Uh, It was a pretty steep drop-off. And so now you're going to be playing a team that's been in first place the whole year, but I don't know if they've had to go through the level of adversity that the Wolverines had, uh, you know, going into round one, playing all on the road, uh, playing against a really nitty-gritty wilderness team. And I think if there's one thing that, the one thing that Anchorage is really lacking going into this series, they've had the offense, they turned the power play around here in the in the latter half of the second round. Uh, it's just the fact that their injuries. I mean, Keith, you guys are short on the back end right now. What are you going to do to combat that and, and find a way to keep those guys uh, fresh? And I know when talking with them this weekend, they're all, oh, we're ready to go. Like, it's not a big deal. But that can wear on you, especially in a playoff game when, you know, over time there's no guarantee when that's going to end. Well, you, you, you know what,
3: uh, Isaac, the, the biggest thing I look at is, is people don't realize this like we've been playing playoff hockey since early march and um our division certainly was the strongest division um in the north american hockey league um even up to the end there were seven teams that were had a chance to make the playoffs and i think that uh it was a situation where you know what? We we played a lot of, of playoff hockey. Now uh, coming into the playoffs, we were very fortunate. Uh, you know, sweeping Springfield and then only going four with uh, uh, the the wilderness. You know, we're we're in a good position. I think that you know um, um, the the Saint Cloud is is going to be a real good team. They've got good talent. They've got uh, uh, they've been in first place all year. I'm not sure they've had to play the type of schedule we've had to play to make the playoffs. Um, So we'll see how that kind of plays out on Friday. But I do know that, uh, you know, we, we, we are excited about the opportunity to, we, we didn't care who we played coach Aiken said right from the get go, I don't care who we play. We're here. Um, And Got to beat everybody anyway. So it doesn't matter who we play and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be able to, uh, you know, hit the ice on Friday and and, and be ready to go. And I, I think the 5D we have, um, you know, we've, we've had some unfortunate injuries, uh, Eddie, Ben Edwards and, and Logan like um, mm-hmm. seasons ended with uh, shoulder injuries shoulder surgery and I think that um, you know Peyton Van Buskirk is dealing with a uh, abdominal issue so we, we've we had some injuries but I think that uh, you know what the five guys that we we can roll out there Cooper Clay uh, Henny um, Rammer and um, Danny Reese I mean those five guys have shown that they can log the minutes and they can uh, continue to to play on and, and um, uh, we're not concerned about that right now.
0: Van- Van Busker, he's the Wasilla kid, right? Correct. Yeah, he's the local Wasilla Yeah, and lineup. he
1: got some looks here late in the regular season in the playoffs. So it's uh, he's such a physical presence for being such a young kid. So yeah. it's a shame to not see him in the lineup. But you know what? Uh, as far as the 5D men on in game four, I thought they all, you know, with maybe a couple ex- of exceptions, really locked it down defensively, did what they need to do. I mean, y- you know, Ramsey scores a goal there, that third goal that we were talking about that really is the fulcrum turning point of that game. And so at the end of the day, as long as uh, they're being careful not to, to get into it, and a couple of times you kind of saw the, the, the look. They were starting starting a little bit of pushing and shoving, and then at light bulb moment, just, oh, yeah, there's, uh, there's only five of us back here. Maybe I shouldn't try to clock this guy in the side of the head or do the old confetti gloves uh, when we're yeah. already rolling five guys. Okay, so, Danny, you're a big trend guy. You're Uh-oh, a big uh, you system going? guy. And obviously we haven't seen a lot of St. Cloud, but... Uh, game four, I want your prediction as a uh, member of the broadcast staff and and you're gonna be down there, which is exciting for me because I've been having to fly solo here, get back into that flying V formation for mm. the semifinal round. I mean, the boys are back here for game one. So at you know, we've jinxed so many things, we've reverse jinxed so many things. I don't think you say in a team uh, which team's gonna win game one at this point could really go, it could go one way or another. Either you're going to reverse jinx us to a win or, you know, jinx them, whatever. Who do you think's going to win? Uh, no, no holds barred. Let's, let's hear the honest hamrod answer right now.
2: You're not messing with me here. I'm not messing with you. <laughs> this is straight up. This is straight up, dude. I think Anchorage has it. I think they're just, you know, they've had a fat week of practice. I think uh, they got some good rest in winning in four, like, only playing the seven games, like you said, I think it's huge. And I mean, I said it earlier, I think we're going to see it in the first 10 minutes. You're going to see which team's getting out with a jump and uh, it should go from there with without hot wraithens playing. I mean, the depth on the team, I think uh, if they can just get out to a good start, I think uh, it could be a pretty good game for Anchorage.
1: All right, Mike, who are you picking for game one? You know, uh, I was just thinking about this.
0: Uh, I kind of want to wait to see the first game. I Like Danny just said, kind of give okay, that first game. Okay, so minute.
1: a cop-out answer, right. So we'll no, go no,
0: me. no, no, so. no. I've never seen them play, and I don't want to say they're going to win, and I look like a total idiot, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, I, no, I think that we're – I agree completely with Danny. Completely with Danny.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, I guess we're just uh, Homer the podcast. I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and side with you guys, and I'll tell you the reason why. Watch that St. Aberdeen game. I think what it's going to come down to for Anchorage is uh, we saw them go into round two with that rest uh, as opposed to the wilderness who were coming off of that series um, where they were playing all the way up to Sunday in Cloquet and then to fly back up to Anchorage to play just Friday. They had like four days and I think at least one of those was a full day of travel. And the question was, okay, Who's going to have the edge? Is it going to be Anchorage, who's been sitting around recovering but also hasn't, you know, has had the week off? Did they lose any momentum, or is it going to be Minnesota? And what you saw happening was Anchorage took it to the wilderness in game one. They came out hot. They did what they needed to do. And, you know, the way Ray's been playing, I think if he continues that, then Anchorage is going to take game one. I'm not going to ask us to, to pick who we think game two or three can go because at this point with these four teams, I think any of them, has a, a chance to go all the way. It's going to come down to the little things. And,
0: Listen, I'm I'm going to be I'm I'm going to say it though. I'm I'm kind of afraid. I'm kind of afraid only because we've not played these teams before. You know, it it, it came to when we played Fairbanks it was kind of like, "Oh, we usually win one, lose one." You know, we we kind of knew our teams who we were going up against, but now we've not played these teams all year, so it's kind of like you're you're going in the dark. I mean, am
2: I am I wrong here? Yeah, but same thing for them. I mean, yeah, like, Camos, like Camos, like said We had such a tough division, I think, playing at such a high pace since March. You know, I think this team, I think St. Cloud's running into an Anchorage team who's really been battling for a couple months now, and it's going to be a a pretty tough game one. So you can look at that either way.
0: Let's uh, let's switch gears here because we're kind of getting towards the end of the podcast here. Uh, We want to talk futures camp and pre-draft camp are coming up. Um, Well, Futures Camp already happened. It already happened. My my boy missed it. Dang it. Darn. But
1: pre-draft is coming up. That's the uh, first week of June. It's going to be at the O'Malley rink. Uh, If your kid is an 06... Or higher, not too high. I mean, although, I don't know, Danny, you think some fake Russian birth certificates? Do we get back out <laughs> on the ice? I mean, broadcast booth to third-line grind guy. I think I could make it happen.
2: I'll they they've already the had the more.
0: incident in the Olympics. All right. So, so I don't so, think I'm
2: ever putting my full gear on again. So <laughs> Never the you can count You can count me out. <laughs> never the especially after factor. all the Chick-fil-A I'm about to eat this all weekend. Know, I'm Keith, pretty much going to be done. Can
1: I play with just elbow pads and a fake Russian birth certificate? I mean, I'll send you some <laughs> game tape of myself later if you want. Five goals in the NA3. My vet, you look me up. Oh uh, look so up.
2: change your last name to Smolbinovsky. There we go. There we go. I'm That's, an import. No, yes. I'm an import. Yes, uh, love it.
1: So if your kid's an 06 through an 2 pre draft camp, uh, we want to see as many people as possible. And this is a great event. I mean, speaking from personal experience, uh, you know, the greasy frontier of the NA three. It's not exactly. Uh, it's not the Midwest division of the null but no. the whole reason that I was able to even go and play junior hockey, which I mean, is a great experience. It you know some of the best years of my life obviously just being able to have that experience and and build that camaraderie uh see how the junior system works I mean it's a uh, it's probably the entire reason that I'm even yeah. talking on this podcast yeah. right now so yeah you know, you're welcome the whole reason that I yeah I'm sure you were scouting <laughs> me in pre-draft camp Mike uh so I the whole reason the that, I was, that I was able to to make the you know a junior team in the first place is just because I went to one of these pre-draft camps that's where I met the the scout who was also the head coach of the team and got me to come down and and showed me a contract and got me some looks in front of things, got me a a ticket to main camp to go uh, get looked at by a a ton of other coaches and kind of experience that junior level. Honestly, even if you're not planning on playing juniors or you're not sure, uh, this is a great chance to just go play against some guys that have a lot of skill. There's going to be people that are, are there that are going to be in the NAHL next year and so now, if, if you want to get some of that speed this is a, a super great event it's you know yeah. fairly reasonably priced for how much ice you're getting
0: let me let me ask Keith what what uh what is the main purpose of pre-draft camp
3: well it, it, you know what guys i mean the, we run a, a pre-draft camp in in anchorage we want to support the alaska hockey community our ownership group feels unbelievably strongly about developing our local hockey talent as you've seen this year we have eight kids on our team from the state of Alaska and and there's going to be probably 11 or 12 um, next year yeah. and we feel strongly about um, continuing to develop the local hockey community so um, this camp will have our veteran guys from Alaska um, and probably some of the other guys who are going to stick around for a while we're going to skate and Um, you know uh, the the younger guys that we've tendered will be skating in it so if you're if you're a younger player and you want to play for the wolverines um, you don't have to buy a plane ticket you don't have to get a rental car you don't have to um, um, buy food you don't have to pay exorbitant amounts of money to get into a camp and you know one thing is is that uh, a lot of uh, kids that that maybe are not ready for our camp can get on the radar with the coaching staff and our hockey operations staff, and get opportunities for the future. Um, it's not only about just uh, playing for us right away. It's also about being um, in in our system and and getting there. You know, next year's team is going to be uh, a pretty veteran laden group um, with so many kids, um, you know, returning. But by year three, we're going to be looking for a whole new group of kids that are going to be coming into our organization. So with that, I think it's a great opportunity. And, um, you know, uh, Merritt used to say all the time, like he didn't care who it was, what camp it was. He skated in every camp that came to Anchorage because it was local and he didn't have to get on a plane and fly somewhere. So I have to you know I, have to,
0: you know, I just I have to agree with that because uh you know you helped me out with my son he's like we've talked before he's a goalie and and, and now he's now he's quite known in Anchorage it's it's pretty well it's awesome because I get phone calls and so it, it works it's it's going places.
3: I also thank you guys quickly to to add on that like you know our ownership group um you you look at some of the camps that are out there they're 450 500 and our ownership group feels strongly that we want to make hockey affordable. We want to make sure that kids can get those opportunities. And, you know, with the contacts Mike and I and 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 Merritt and Evan have, we can help players move on to the next level. If it's not right away with us, it could be with another organization that's going to develop you and and prepare you for the for the step. Hopefully, soon.
1: So, where do people go to register, Keith?
3: Go on our website and um, it there's a uh, link to uh, camp registration and um, it's uh, real easy to do.
1: Awesome. All right. So with that, with uh, that, we can go ahead and start to wrap up, Mike. Before you take over and play us out here, yeah. Uh, just want to remind people that there are going to be watch parties all oh, this yeah. weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The game starts at one thirty. Alaska Standard on Friday, Saturday. It starts at noon on Sunday. Come watch me and, of course, Danny Ramsey. Boys, again, back together. The yep. boys are back. Blue line at down. O'Malley Center. O'Brady's and the Broken Blender. All those places are going to have watch parties. So come out. You know, Get with the fans. We can't, don't have any more home games this year, but it's still been an awesome atmosphere at the watch parties. I'm told. I don't know. I've been at the games in person. Not a big deal. Yeah. But... You know, a lot of fun. Go get yourself some food. Go hang out with everyone. And watch those Wolverines because it's coming down to the final four, baby. This is the final push.
0: Well, everyone will be there except me. It sounds like,
1: yeah, I mean, uh, Dan no big Keith, deal.
0: Big tea times coming up, baby. Golly. Check out the golf scores. I'll be
1: posting them all <laughs> on social
0: media. Not too much. Don't let guys. Don't forget about me up all the way up here. Well, guys, it's the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for sticking with us through this what thirty minute podcast. I appreciate you guys. It's always fun to see you at the rink and saying hi. Uh, These guys are heading on. We're still in it, and we're going to win it. Guys, for myself, Isaac, Danny, and Mr. Keith Morris, this is Wolverine Nation. Go Wolverines.